Life Notes with Sheldon, where we talk about ways to get off the sidelines and back into the game of life as your best you. Good afternoon, friends. Thanks so much for being here with me on this episode of Life Notes with Sheldon. So we talk about ways to get you off the sidelines and back into the game of life as your best self. I want to be sure and thank our sponsors today on the spot cleaning, cleaning your world because clean feels so good. Made to order cleaning services for your home, taking care of all the things that you don't want to so your home becomes a place that you want to be in. And Chitty Lube out in Kirtland, New Mexico, where they do oil changes, but they do more than that. They do it with honesty, integrity, and they do it quickly. You can drive about 10 minutes out into the country and usually walk right in and get your oil changes and save time, money, and have a nice little drive out there. Chitty Lube, love your car. Friends, I'm so glad that you chose to join me on this uh, little time that we have together here on Life Notes here on 1390 AM, 92.1 FM. It's beautiful New Mexico, sunny afternoon. And I want to talk to you about something that has made a big difference in my life. Now, we all have challenges. We all have struggles. We all have situations that seem impossible at times. Some of us have experienced immense tragedy. Some of us have experienced significant illness and health challenges. Some of us have experienced horrible things with relationships, with friendships. Some of us have been used and mistreated. Some of us have used and mistreated others. Some of us have had a small amount of probably all of these things to some degree. And some of us out there are experiencing unimaginable things that people don't know. There's a phrase, sorrow, that the eye can't see that many of us go through at times. And sometimes when we go through these challenges, it's easy to lose hope. It's easy to feel so trapped that we feel like we don't have any options, that we don't have any way out, that there's no way. It's easy to feel overwhelmed. It's easy to feel like sometimes as though there's no hope. But friends, I want to tell you with great vigor and conviction that there is great hope, incredible hope, and that we have an incredible capacity within us to regardless of any given situation heaped upon us or those that we've heaped upon ourselves, we have an incredible opportunity to change, to affect change in our life and those around us. You see, each one of us is something of a broadcasting station. We have a receptor by which we receive information and receive content and we receive ideas and we receive messages. And we have an incredible capacity, an incredible opportunity and a credible ability to be able to tune in and to determine what we tune into. And friends, it's imperative that we take time and that we use caution as to where we turn the dial. 
because it's the things that we tune into, the frequencies that we pick up on any given day over time that determine our destiny. And the importance of this is that not only are we a receptor, but we are also a broadcasting station. We broadcast. We broadcast what we tune into over time. And we broadcast that to others who may or may not decide to tune into us. Sadly, there's some who have to tune into us because they're mandated to by law. They're under our responsibility. But what broadcasting station are we going to be broadcasting? What kind of content are we going to be broadcasting upon those who have to hear us? And what are we going to share with those who want to hear us? It was Zig Ziglar who said various occasions that the very best university is in an automobile, any given automobile, because we spend so much time there. And we're focused and engaged because we can't do much else other than drive and think. So why not take some of that time to educate ourselves, to enrich our lives through audiobooks, through positive podcasts, positive ideas, newsworthy events, history, so many things we can tune into. I, I, I believe there was a very pivotal point in my life when I started to increase my study and increase my capacity to gain knowledge and insight by tuning into audible books maybe compulsively at times. I love listening to audiobooks and ways to improve myself, ways to learn about history, of science, of people, and the way they think, and the way things have gone over time. There's so much we can learn. And friends, as you take time in your university each day, commuting, traveling, whatever you're doing, what are you tuning into? Are we tuning into mindless chatter? Are we tuning into things that can help us feel and increase our ability to broadcast things to others that can help them. And that's the beautiful message, that's the beautiful hope, that's the beautiful empowering force that we have, is the ability to control that dial, the ability to move that frequency from the lower frequency of negativity, of hate, of envy, of worry, of fear, of self-deprecation, to move that dial up, slowly and surely midway and hopefully over to the other side. The higher frequencies of faith, of hope, of goodness, of humanity, of decency, of education, of philosophy, of hope, and of faith. Friends, you have that dial. You have that capacity to change it. What frequency are you turning into every day? What frequency are you looking for? The moment you wake up, are you giving thanks for the magnificent miracle that you have to live another day on this earth? A miracle not granted to many, many may not receive. Are you approaching it? See, there's two ways to approach life, it's been said. The first is as though nothing is a miracle. And the second, by far better approach in my estimation, is to approach everything as though it was a miracle. Because... It really is when you think about it. The fact that we're hurtling in this spaceship through the universe at the speeds that we are. And everything just works out. Occasionally there's a volcano, an earthquake, and some real crazy things. But overall, we've made it a long time, folks, pretty well. And we have shelter and food and a good amount of civility and law and order. Despite all odds, it's a miracle. 
I mean, I think when I go out and fire up my car, you know, with a remote control from far inside the house and push the button twice and it starts up and heats it up. That's amazing. That I go to a little magic dial in my house and put in what I want the temperature to be and somehow natural gas pipes in from somewhere due to these incredible jet engines pumping it through the ground at crazy amounts of speed and pressure. And the igniter works perfectly not to blow the whole thing up. And I get heat. <laughs> I push a button and I turn a little dial. Sometimes I can do it from my phone and I get my house cool. I can turn it off. It's amazing the miracles around us and, and the greatest miracles that we have. And I hope that you realize are the people in our lives, the people around us. What an incredible miracle you are. You know, the chances of you being here were quite slim. Apparently, at one time in your life, you were something of an Olympic swimmer. You accomplished great feats. You made it. You made it despite all odds. And here you are with this incredible opportunity to begin each day of your path throughout eternity. And what it's going to end up like is largely determined by your use of that dial and what frequency you choose to tune into. So what are you listening to? Are you listening to news? Are you listening to what can be that dividing line into propaganda on any other side of it? Are you listening to things that expand your mind and open your heart? Are you listening to things that close it? Are you listening to things that bring in faith and hope and inspiration and forward thinking? Are you listening to things that bring despair, despondency, worry, and fear? Now I hope that you and I will use the incredible ability that we have in this magnificent age to tune into things that will bring us peace and bring us hope and bring us goodness, and bring us a sense of wonder. You know, if we lose our sense of childlike wonder, we've lost so much in life. Isn't it amazing how a child can find something and find it so incredible? My son picks a, a dandelion once in a while, and he knows I love it when I give him to him. He's five now, and he picks it and gives it to me in the spirit of childlike wonder as though it was some kind of magnificent discovery. And to him, it is. And to me, it's a magnificent gift because of what it means to me coming from him and his thoughtfulness at age four and five to take time to pick something that he knows I'll appreciate. And I shower him with appreciation and love when he does. And I try and pay attention to that little dandelion. And I always put it behind my ear right there where I won't forget about it. One time I had a couple dandelions on the dashboard of my car and someone did me a favor and cleaned it up and I, I was a little bit uh, mortified that those two dandelions had disappeared and I had to explain to my loved ones why I have those there. So friends, let's approach the day, let's approach the week, let's approach the year, let's approach our communities and our churches and our workplaces as though we're going to experience miracles, as though we're going to enact miracles, as though we're going to receive them. and. Let's receive the miracle of this day for what it is as a true miracle. Now, as mentioned, these stations that we're able to tune into because of our capacity to receive and be receptors allow us also the incredible and dangerous opportunity to be broadcasters as well. And we control that dial as well. What we're broadcasting to others 
we control by what we receive on the other frequencies. And friends, it's so important for those around you that you are filling up your reservoir, that you're filling up your emotional and cognitive and spiritual bank account so that when you need to make withdrawals and the people around you do, you're not overdrawn. You're not writing bad checks. That you're giving over things of use. That you're giving over words of appreciation and encouragement to those you're broadcasting to. You know, the interesting thing about tapping into these frequencies and tuning into these frequencies is that we'll find when we lock in on a dial of positivity, of interest, of, of education, of whatever it may be, we'll find others who are like-minded and like-hearted who may be tuning into this same frequency, which can provide us with incredible opportunities for connection, friendship, understanding, and being able to broadcast with others things of positivity and goodness and that will be a meaning to others. Something that's helped me to uh, kind of tune into and helped me greatly throughout life has been the work of the Stoic philosophers. My original conception of philosophy was that it was men who thought they were better and smarter than others just discoursing, discoursing in the public square of uh, you know, superfluous words and, and, and ideas. And, and it's, in fact, it was far from that. It's actually... Um, Approaching life is the incredible ability to see things for what they really are. Uh, see things for what they're really composed of. And this has been a tremendous gift to me because I've been able to see obstacles and situations through the lens of what they really are. And in contrast, in comparison to the vastness of history and the universe and the future, this problem that I'm facing or this worry or this concern is in fact infinitesimally small, practically insignificant. And yet in my head and in our heads, we trump these things up to be as if they are the end all. This is going to be horrible, we say. This is going to be horrible, terrible. How will we ever get through this? How can I do this? But we can, and we have, and we will, because many have done it before us. Many are doing it now. Many have gone and done it and will do in the future. Whatever our problem is, whatever our situation, whatever our perplexity, we can get through it. And this obstacle before us is the way. It's the way through. And we have to approach this obstacle recognizing that we're going to have to go through it. We can't go around and we can't go over it. And one of the worst things that we can do for our future is to avoid it and pretend like it isn't there. We have to face it. We have to face that obstacle. And the things that we have tuned into over time are going to give us the strength and the resolve to be able to face it with courage and to conquer our fears, to face it with optimism and with hope and thus broadcast to others the ability and the strength to be able to confront their own problems. It's a great responsibility that we have to feel our hearts and minds with positive influences so that we can share and help those around us. You know, relationships are what we have at the end of everything we do. We have to build that account. We have to strengthen it. And there's so much going on in the world that wants to tear it apart. There really is. There's so much division that we can see. 
Republicans and, and Democrats cannot even sit down at some tables and enjoy a meal and, and would find the thought repulsive because they've been so far divided. And a lot of these things we've made up because often our differences are not as vast as they seem. We all have this common tie in humanity of wanting to make the world a little bit better than we left it. I believe that's the motivation of most people at the end of the day. Why do I do what I do? Well, I want to leave something a little bit better. Why do I record music and put it out into the stratosphere, hoping someone will listen to it in Bangkok, Thailand, or Mexico City, or some remote part of this world? Because I want to do something that may be added to the world, that may be lifted or or bless someone. And I think that's the nature of what we want to do at the end of the day, what we want to do with our lives, our jobs, our occupations, and our, certainly our families and loved ones. It's to leave them a little bit better. Leave them a little more hopeful. Leave them a little bit more capacity to deal with those challenges that they'll have. And to be able to teach them, to confront them with courage, and to recognize that that obstacle is the way to greater progress and we have to go through it and we have to approach it with courage and with conviction and with determination and we have to have our bank account we have to have our receptor tuned to the right channels and we have to have our arrows ready and full and strengthened and ready to fire at that obstacle and friends there's so many things that we can tune into, so many channels, so many stations, so many people. We have to select carefully what's best for us and what's going to allow us to be our best selves, what's going to strengthen and uplift us. Because we have that charge to broadcast hope, to broadcast goodness, to broadcast strength to those around us. You know, I had an incredible dream last night, and I don't know why I had it, but I was in a church service. And it was like no other church service I'd ever been into because everyone was participating. Everyone felt so valued and so grateful to be there. There was a spirit of unity and brotherhood. The people that talked didn't feel like they were on a podium talking to people, but they talked with others as though they were truly their brothers and sisters. And they received it in unity and faith. How does the, the, the traditional hymn go onward, Christian soldiers, one in faith and brotherhood, one in unity? don't know exactly how it goes, and I'll spare you the horror of me singing it to you, but uh, it, was, it was a powerful dream. People shared their talents, and it was received in a way that was almost mystical, and I woke up longing for that. Because I've been places and in certain situations where I felt that to a degree, but I've also been in those situations where I haven't felt that, because others have been excluded or have not felt apart. Or people haven't come with their authentic selves. They've come with their shells on. And by golly, they're not going to let those down no matter what. But those protective shells and those protective barriers that we place up keep us from having that. They can be our biases. They can be our beliefs. They can be our past experiences that we're holding on to, our bitterness, our jealousy, whatever it is. We can't be tuning into things that strengthen those and that make those have a greater stronghold on us because they're, they take away our capacity for joy. They take away our capacity for progress. They make us 
feel trapped. And if there's one thing that none of us want to feel, it's trapped. That's a horrible feeling. And we shouldn't feel that way. We've got to remember that we control that dial, and thus we control our future and our ability to make an impact, a true impact, for good. Some things that I recommend tuning into that have helped me, of course, are audiobooks, podcasts, but the people around us. I search for people who have done things that I admire, who have overcome things, who have done incredible things, and I ask them, how did you do it? Why did you do it? You know, I realized, thanks to something I read, that we have this common thing that we do in the United States of asking people when we meet them on a plane, train, automobile, or anywhere, we say, well, what do you do? And I've come to realize that a lot of times what people do is not their passion and it's not who they are. There are some fortunate to do something that is their love and their passion and it's what they do that wakes them up every morning. And to them, I admire you and I praise you for that. But by and large, a lot of us go to work because we have to. We have to support ourselves. We have to pay for things. And hopefully we like our job and find joy in it. But when you ask someone what do they do, Nine times out of ten, it's probably not their passion. It's probably not who they identify as who they are deep within. And so I've started asking, well, tell me what you enjoy. Or what are you excited for in the next few years? What are you looking forward to? And I find that that sparks something in a person. That asking them, hey, what are you looking forward to? They start to share with me their dream. They start to share with me their hope. And it awakens something within them that I think sometimes goes to sleep. That capacity and that gift that we have as humankind to dream and to hope for a better tomorrow, to hope for a miracle, to hope and to dream for a better future. And friends, it's what we have to do. There's horrible things that happen in the world. Hopefully they're not happening to us right here, but where are we right now in this small community? What are we enjoying? What blessings do we have? How do we tune into those frequencies that are going to remind us of that, that are going to give us the capacity to store up knowledge and faith and goodness to broadcast to the world, to become that beacon that others look to for hope and for guidance? That's our charge. That's what we need to do. That's what we're called to do. And that's what we can do if we'll cautiously determine which way we change that dial every day. You know, I'm grateful you chose to turn the dial to here to 1390 AM, 92.1 FM to join me for Life Notes with Sheldon, where we talk about ways to get you off the sidelines and back into the game of life as your best self. That's what we're all hoping to do is become a little bit better, become the best people we can to love more, to give more, to worry less. That's what I hope you do this week, and I hope you'll join me next week at the same time, same station, a little after 3 o'clock on these beautiful New Mexico Saturday afternoons. I'll talk to you then. In the meantime, be good, do good, and have a wonderful week. You have been listening to Life Notes with Sheldon. Listen every week for a brand new note on life. We hope that we have given you a way to get off the sidelines and back into the game of life as your best you.